This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host. Bishop Poole with my wife, Terry Poole. We're here again during this time of the year and the seasons. We're praying that God will increase your health, your finance, and your spiritual growth. Father, we thank you right now, God, in the name of Jesus, what you're doing for these listeners. We thank God for the, for the food we eat, the paper we places we go. Thank you for new mercy every day. Thank you for our life, health, and strength. Paul told Timothy that he, he did not give us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And Lord, we're reaching out today, oh God, for listeners, that they will have a sound mind, have a sound mind, and we rebuke fear, oration, and stress. In these seasons, we pray, amen, amen. Amen. God bless you again. We thank God for you and you. Uh, uh, Sister Terry, how are you feeling today? Fine. Thank you, Bishop. How are you feeling? Okay. We're just re- relaxing here. We're going to look at some things pertaining to uh, Christian living and hoping and praying that through these holidays, we have a lot of encouragement that has went forth, a lot of positiveness, uh, and giving each and all of us, amen, that God have not left us, he have not left us alone, the things that are happening. I want to start reading in the book of Romans, Paul here speaking to the church, and Romans is considered like the Magna Carta, amen, it's, it touches on a lot of deep doctrine of studies. Romans 12. And from the King James, then we will read a portion also well from the Message Bible. And you always hear me say that uh, the Bible says, get wisdom, all I get, and get an understanding. And many times we have read over the air the different translations of the, of the Bible, starting out with the King James, and you should have King James Bible, uh, a Bible dictionary, concordance in your home to help you as you begin to grow. Romans 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In these seasons, in these holidays, and sometimes we touch on, amen, like Paul, the, the Apostle John talked about it in First John, the fifth chapter, in the last verse, he said, keep yourself from idols. And we know that there are some things need to be proven out. Amen. Paul was saying, what is your reasonable service, you know, renewing your mind to prove 
And we are here to help you to prove, amen, Halloween, prove out, amen, Santa Claus, prove out Easter Bunny, prove out New Year's, prove out things that, amen, you have had so close in your heart. But now when you come to Christ, you have to prove out, is that what you really need to give your heart as uh, take up the space in your mind, your heart, and energy uh, away from God. We like to, uh, Sister Terry, we read the Messenger Bible. Romans 12, <coughs> excuse me. The title Place Your Life Before God, verses 1 through 2. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. All right. You can see there uh, more clearer, hopefully, amen, definition. Uh, holiness is a lifestyle. It's not a religion. It's a lifestyle. The Whitaker's 19 and, and 2, and first, as well as 1 Peter 1 through 15 and 16, be ye holy for I am holy, is a lifestyle, a separation. It's to be simplified, it's a separation from what the world customs that deal with idolatry. Amen. There are a lot of things that you might not think of. People use as, uh, they, they call it luck, their time, their energy, their body, their health. Amen. They go to certain things. Amen. Without going through the, the real and uh, living word of God and living off what God says. Amen. G Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So we want to make sure, amen, that you understand uh, holiness, righteousness, deception, Distraction, and we're gonna we're gonna find some words here, amen. Uh, righteousness and holiness. All right. Righteousness is the quality of being morally right or justifiable. Holiness, having the inner strength to be set apart for service. Unto God. Holy, dedicated, or consecrated to God. Capital G. 
or a religious purpose sacred. So God is in your life. Mm-hmm. When you say, for God I live, for God I die, there's a scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept. You have to be all in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're saying these things, you have to be all in, both feet in. Jesus. You have to know in your mind and you have to believe in your heart that it is only God that you live, move, and have your being. Mm -hmm. Every breath, every heartbeat, all that you are, all that you will be is from God, through God, and to God. All in. It's all God. You fear him, you reverence him, you belong to him. All of your time, all that you know how to do, all of your money. When you turn it over and let God be God and let him use you, you don't give place to the devil in your mind. That's why now, okay, saying all these definitions and trying to help us stay in the presence of mind that worship and prayer is a lifestyle. Everything goes back to spiritual warfare. Correct, right. Bishop? Spiritual warfare. Paul talked about, amen, in Romans 7, you say there's a war going on in his mind. There's a war going on. What? What is a war? We know we see it on television in different areas. Two opponents, one trying to capture the other one. Amen. We was born in sin. The old flesh body, all it knows. Amen. And what the world had taught it from the beginning, sin. In other words, a separation from God. And it doesn't want to go back beyond the control of God. So there's a warfare, the old knowledge to the new knowledge. And you find ourselves, amen, pulling and tugging, pulling and tugging. So the more you study and renew, amen, we are body, soul, and spirit, renew our mind, Paul said, amen, Romans 12, amen, renewing more information. A lot of time it's just uh, what Hosea was saying, our people are being destroyed because of lack isn't that something? A lack of information. Amen. We're being destroyed because of lack of knowledge. And, and, and you sit down and you say, well, wow, that, that's, that's, oh, I didn't realize because I didn't know if I can pray. I didn't know I can say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of what I thought I, I was doing wrong. And now you bring to my attention, amen, I shouldn't have a rabbit foot. Uh, I, I'm just not lucky anymore. Uh, some of these <laughs> uh, traditions we went through in one of the programs, amen, this time of the year, amen, you might not, man, I like what I'm saying about Santa Claus. No, you know, we have to be mature about this thing, be realistic. It came up in your spirit this time of the year. No, you have to take that place out of your life and add more Jesus. The background of Christ, the, the Intimity scene, 
about the baby Jesus. He was born, yes, it's about Jesus, but about the distraction. With this, uh, Sister Terry reading about the distraction and deception is going on. It's real. It's real. And wonder why we have you have the Christmas tree here, and you got the, and you have the the manger set. Mary, Joseph, the three wise men. Why is that? Well, you got two things that the enemy trying to show you. Amen. And what the world itself, we are in the world, Paul said, but we're not of the world. And we need to prove out what is God's will. Well, what's God's will for my life? God's will for your life, amen, to follow his footsteps in this world. And that's one of the most powerful things. That we, if we follow his word, not living by luck and not living by tradition, if you follow his word, amen, you begin to see Jesus is more easy. You see, my yoke is easy. And my burdens is light. Amen. So let's uh, consider that. Consider that. The definitions, two more that I that I need to read, are deception and distraction because they go hand in hand. From the enemy, we have to realize that Satan was kicked out of heaven with a third of the angels following him. They're here on the earth using whoever they choose or allow themselves to be choose, uh, used. And they're going after you. It says he's seeking whom he may devour like a roaring lion. We watch Nat Geo. Those lions stalk their prey. That's what's going on with you on many days. The deception of false teaching. Deception means the action of deceiving someone. So when you say, oh, they lied. And you know they lied, but you still go with them. That's not helping you stay consecrated. Cause someone to believe something is not true to gain personal advantage. Yeah, they're trying to overtake you and they overtake you with lies. And they're being used by a spirit. Distraction, extreme agitation of the mind or emotions. A thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. So Satan will distract you with things that you want. Oh, it's all about me. It's all about me. I need to live my life. So you're distracted on yourself. I know this is hard. But when you turn your life over to God, it's not hard anymore. It's not even hard to hear and it's not hard to do. You have to want it. 
you change over. You focus on the word. The more word you put in will change your heart. The word even says God will pluck out the stony heart and give you a heart of flesh. Once your heart is like God's and your thinking is like God's, seek thee first the kingdom of God, joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost is the kingdom of God. You will think like God. You'll want to do what he says do because that's where your joy the eternal joy deep down in you to go after the things of God, helping people on a daily basis, buying, showering people that don't have with what you do have instead of just buying gifts to buy a gift because you got to buy a gift because it's Christmas or because year after year, we always did this. We always did this. We always did this. Romans 12, one and two is about deleting old information that has nothing to do with God and replacing it with Jesus. In Habakkuk, it says, the knowledge of Jesus shall cover the earth as the waters covers the seas. That means you need to know Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Apostle John recorded that John 3.16, we hear it constantly. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. From Genesis to Malachi, it's about God. God redeeming man. God loved man. God loved his creation. And he brought his, and then you hear about the Messiah coming, the Messiah coming. And then we get into the new covenant, the New Testament, and we begin to talk about how Jesus came on the scene in the flesh and how Jesus set up the church to save man, to save people, to take them back to God. It's a choice. You choose now. It's a, you have a choice to choose. And the enemy fight your choices. And uh, what Paul was saying in Romans 7, and it corresponds with Romans, uh, Hebrews 4, 4 and 12, Romans 7. Uh, we'll just read just a little bit of it. Romans 7 Chapter Paul say, I find then a law that is that evil is present with me, the one who will do good. By delighting the law of God according to the inward man, but I seek another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity the law of sin, which is in my members. You notice he got constantly saying, in my members, in my mind. O wretched man that I am who will deliver me from this body of death. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. We've been born in sin. We're born in the flesh. And that's why Jesus came into the, the flesh. He came, was born 
Amen. There's always argument about that. So you got two warring against you have the, the spirit man war against the natural man. You become born again. The spirit in you become quickened and be born to God again. And notice in Hebrews 4 and uh, the 12th verse, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine of soul and spirit. Remember man's body, soul, and spirit. And of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. The word of God helps that warfare Paul talks about. The word of God helps that, help your mental warfare. Those that are going through struggles with their mind, struggles with the things that are going on in their body. That's why the word of God is so sharp, it cuts. Amen. That you don't see this x-ray going on. You don't see this warfare going on. Amen. That's why I was, this, this theory that I put out all the time. So read the word of God. Study the word of God. If you can't sleep, you can't rest. If you feel that you always struggle with your past or uh, your health, read the word of God. Read the word of God. Soak yourself. Soak your mind. Amen. Get it so what Paul was saying. Uh, my man, sorry to Peter. And the disciples were saying when Jesus turned and asked them when all the 4,000 left him because of the fish and the loaves. And he asked them, say, you all going to leave me also? And Peter said, Lord, other words, where else can we go? We don't put all in on you. We gave you our houses, our jobs. And, you know, and God explained. Jesus is God. He explained that no man had come to me. And giving me everything he had that I did not return to them hundredfold, sevenfold, twentyfold. So God, once you know him, you got to know him to make this these decisions. Uh, Sister Terry was saying, all in. When you go all in for God, you don't have to don't put your you don't have to wait till you be up under problems and death uh sentence and walking. No, 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 no. Once you begin to hunger and thirst researching and studying the Bible, you, you get excited about it. You get excited. Then you try to apply like these seasons and times. Amen. Grandma will be glad you just come and sit down with her and sit down and say, Grandma, I'm glad to see you. I'll just come by to see how you're doing. You need anything I can do around the house or anything I can do, pop out with anything I can do to help you. Uh, call them up on the phone and let's talk and talk. Amen. Oh, they need this, this company. This company. Keep company. Amen. James said the first chapter, visit the needy and the poor, the, the widows. Visit. Visitation is more powerful. Amen. Than all these presents and things because they, they fade away. Next thing you know, you got to turn back in and break, uh, uh, return something. So, uh, living right, living in these seasons is a powerful thing. You can start it. You can start this year. It'd be your New Year resolution. Amen. I'll be throwing salt over your dough. I remember <laughs> I went to 
my in-laws, I really, being a young Christian, and I didn't really didn't really know in the world before I came to Christ. And, don't let him walk in the door. Don't let him. I said, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? No, don't you come in, Grandma. Don't, don't come in. Don't, a man have to walk in the door first. I didn't know that was a, a tradition. Amen. The man must be walking in the door first. Oh, they got to go out and buy all the type of collard green, black eyed peas. Amen. I know I'm getting out of tradition too much, but that's what's happening. The first of the year, you'll have so many things that you decide. Oh, I'm going to fast 100, 100 days the first of the year. And still doing the same thing after you come out of it. Because the inner man has not grown. He has not grown. Hebrews, the fifth chapter, was saying that you desire the sincere work of the uh, milk of the word. And that's why we're trying to keep it simple, that we can grow thereby. That you can grow in righteousness. Amen. Understanding. Understanding. To be able to discern. That's Hebrew, the fifth chapter, 12 through the uh, 14 verse, King James. So we're not going to labor you to any, any, any further concerning living during these holidays. But the more you do it, the freer you, the freer you be. You're able to walk about a Christmas tree and there'll be thread. Oh, I don't have one in my home. You, you can look at a tree and God bless, not God bless the tree, but you can understand those that say, oh, this is a season. Yes, but I, uh, I, I got a manger set. I'd rather have the manger set, you know, you know, because you're not worshiping things anymore that you used to worship. That's the point. You're not worshiping things anymore. When you have a, a fear in your heart, amen, that you have to have a pecan or uh, cake. Oh, I got to have a pecan cake. If I don't have a pecan cake, oh, it, it won't be right this year. I have to have. Oh, I have to have eggnog. Oh, eggnog. I got to have, I got to drink some eggnog. Oh, if I don't have no spike nog. Oh, all these different things that tradition calls for. Your, your salvation with God won't be threatened because you have the knowledge to understand. You have the knowledge. And the burden of debt. Oh, God. People don't yes. realize. Oh, God. yes. Some people, I mean, I know. You just finished paying off your credit card mm. from last Christmas, yes, or maybe yes. not, because they already said now that people, there's so much credit card debt, more than a billion dollars, because people are paying their bills with credit cards. Mm. So if you already been paying all your other bills with credit cards all year now, so now what you going to do? You going to go get a whole new credit card just to buy a whole bunch of stuff Yes. For Christmas and and make your burden heavier. That's why you can't sleep at night. You have all these bills for what? Gifts from your heart are free. Lay the burden of debt down this year, this season. Lay that burden of debt down and give from your heart. You know how you give from your heart? Just like he said. Go just visit and sit with somebody for 30 minutes or an hour and laugh and talk about the good times with them, an older person. Go to the nursing home. Go sing Christmas carols with somebody. Yes. yes. Go go down the street. Yes. yes. Babysit for the single mother. Yes. Make a coupon book for your people. Mm -hmm. 
that says, you know, any day you choose, I'll go to the store for you. Any day you choose, I'll come over and clean for you. Mm-hmm. Any day you choose, I'll walk your dog. So many things are free. And they feel, they make you feel good and they make the person feel good. When you just show up or you call somebody out of the blue, oh, you called me. They are so happy and grateful that you even thought about them. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't cost you anything but time. And when you know that all of your time comes from God, you have no problem giving it back. We have to stop saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. When God wakes you up in the morning, he's giving you 24 hours to do all you can for him. His will. The passion of the Christ is the will of the father. Not only during this season, but every day that God sends. And you hit a point there, Sister Terry. I don't have nothing against pets. I had seven dogs, <laughs> two parrots, and a couple goldfish. But uh, if you think about a pet, any of them can't speak English, the vocal cords, why they're so popular and the economy is, oh God, there's so much money placed on different animals. Because they just sit there and have this company. People just need one company. Just someone to sit around and they talk to that person. That's why cell phone is booming. They're able to talk. They relieve the, the, the stress and the attention off of their mind. They just talk to the animals. They, they, they talk to the tree. They, they, they didn't want something, somebody to talk to. What a greater prop, uh, uh, person to talk to than a child of God. Oh, you're striving to be nice. Nothing wrong with that. You're striving, you're reaching, reaching out to God. That's when God begins, you know, God moving on your heart. That's what First James, uh, I mean, sorry, J- uh, James talked about in the first chapter, in the last two verses. If a man seemed to be religious and biting out his tongue, he does not visit. Visitation is so important. So important to your walk with Christ. We thank God for your listening here. We're praying right now. We're going to pray for the holidays. Amen. That God will. Amen. He will do what you need to just try him. Amen. Live on his word. Live on his word. Follow peace with all men. Follow peace with all men. Amen. And holiness, which is separation without. No man can see the Lord. Father, we thank you right now. Stretch your hand of deliverance on those that are hearing this message. And we pray, oh God, that you will deliver them through knowledge and understanding. In Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful.
We want you all to be successful in the Word of God. If you would like to send your prayer requests or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.